This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. From Race Wars Podcast, this is Unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gay Tommy. Sharon can never take saying that away from us. I know. It's so nice. It's forever. I know. I love it. It makes me so happy. It's like a hug at the beginning of every episode. Isn't it? It's dad's blessing that we have. Oh, uh, you're, you're, you're experiencing some sort of internal hug now. No, I'm having like a really, really nice time. I've been okay. This isn't like, um, don't take it wrong. I've been on Molly for two days. Okay. <laughs> One day just like happened. That was fun. And then the next day happened right after that <laughs> yeah next week we're doing a live from rehab episode with Karen. <laughs> it's so worth it to have a terrible chemical dependency i know it feels really good i bet right no, it's the nicest yeah. yeah i took like a month break between i know it seems like nothing so we do this once a week but like a month break yeah that's if you're like kind of gonna be like 30 days yeah i think it's fine yeah did I, you do a bigger dose the second day in a row uh, wow, did I, yes, is that true? <laughs> yeah, I just want a little nutso, but like. Well, you have to on a second day, right? Honestly, even on the first day, it was like, my room's also really like, um, I don't know, it like suspends time and space at night because I have this like lamp that changes colors and stuff. And it's just like, it just like gets is really capsule No, it's shaped like a um, Pac-Man ghost and it's got an LED and just like changes to all these different colors. Oh, that's cool. But if you're already high on something weird, it's trippy as fuck and nothing feels real at all. It's like a vacation. Um, yeah, I really am scared of Molly, but you make you it, had a bad reaction though. I, I know I don't really you make it you. seem really good. I'm also a little bit um, under the influence at the moment because I smoked pot before I went to the Boo, gym a couple that's hours nothing. ago. It's I a know, vitamin. I know. But the reason that I I acknowledge that is because then we have someone else in a completely oh my different God, state. How rude are we? Are sober? I've never been the worst more than I am now. No, no, I'm I'm totally flying high. I was on are Amazon you? this morning. I bought a plane ticket. Oh my I, God. I just bought these pants for the first time I've worn them. I'm like totally true. Oh, Listen bitch. to this exquisite sober high you're having. <laughs> you <laughs> it's have nothing on, compared to what like, I. Feel, little yes. Oxfords. They're very nice. Oh, they're boots. It's an Oxford yeah. boot. Look no. at that. A wingtip Oxford. See. And a, sh- a schmear. A schmear. Will you raise your leg? It's a boot. Um, it's Uh-oh, nice. Oh, what handsome boots. I know. How nice for you. And you have a scally cap, what gay. we in Boston call, or at least in my family. Shine your shoes, governor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look ready to shine a shoe, but mine are fabric, so you can't shine them. Um, so, so Ben, <laughs> Benjamin, Ben Rimmelauer, <laughs> Ben Rimmelauer's here, notedly unhirable. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> and, and more unhirable than you've ever been, uh, before? What well, happened let's recently? say in some ways I'm my, at my most unhirable and in other ways I am newly hireable. Okay, wait, so we'll get into this in a minute. You are no longer employed since the last time I, we talked? That's correct. What well, happened, ooh, Ben? What, what could have possibly happened? Well, do you want the short version? <laughs> no, I want the whole version. That's why we're here. Wait, wait, wait. But I want to I want to table the full version yeah. okay, until okay, we're okay. in right. the round oh. table. We oh want to start right away. We have a segment yes. up top. Ben did our old show, which is never to be mentioned again. I'm I mean, it will eventually. the I know, girl of us. <laughs> and I'm the gay of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh the my Jew God. of us. The we Jew had right. so Sorry. much, <laughs> me- we had so much medical information just up front in that yeah. intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like an amazing idea at the time. Oh, it was so creepy. 
Trump. Almost died in infancy. What's up with you? I have an autoimmune condition. I do. <laughs> I do too. It's so gross. Psoriasis. I'm like about to start Instagramming all of my fucking red scabby spots all over my body. It'll Hashtag touch- red scabby spots. <laughs> I took a dick pic uh, the other Please day. Please don't say that was a red scabby spot. No, it was just red. It, I was holding it was my breath. So f- it looked like the, the weed lollipop Karen's about, about to take to, to her I'm, mouth. It's called Leaning In. You lean in. Like Cheryl, <laughs> wait, Cheryl Sandberg has a new book. I forget what it's called. Her but husband died. Yeah, it's really sad. On a treadmill. I mean, Mexico, that's how I want to go. I believe. Not that, <laughs> that is the ultimate. You can't blame him. Move like he was trying. He was literally trying. It yeah. like shit it just goes to show you. Her post on Facebook made me a little bit cry. Why she posted about him? Yeah, it was like this really heartfelt like goodbye to her husband. It was like very touching. Oh yeah, I don't follow I never her gave a shit, or yeah. Ma- Mark Zuckerberg. I don't either. I don't really care about Facebook. I feel like it's... I'm never there. I hate Facebook so much. Oh, I like using Facebook, but I don't oh. care about what makes it rum, and I probably should. I'm so deeply uncomfortable. Like, my family's on it. I don't need it. I don't know. Do the know world's I mean? crazy right now. My fe- my Facebook, I've just been launching grenades left and right and Good watching people freak the fuck out. It's been really fun. So, actually, let's jump into feedback, the first segment. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> Party feedback. So, uh, I guess, what do I have? I don't know. My feedback is, I would like to just, first of all, say that I recently said in an episode that a climate scientist had said that the world is currently populated with 9 billion, and by the end of the century, it'll be 11 billion. It turns out that there's only 7 billion people on the earth right now. So maybe the climate scientist was a fucking liar. I or don't know. Just like potato, potato. No yeah. What's the big deal? The point it's is a couple billion between friends. Yeah. What's a couple billion. And also the world is going to end because we're overpopulated. Well, the world It'll probably end, end for other reasons before that. The world's not going to end. We might end, but the world will well continue spinning. So well, it depends how you define the world. I mean the planet. Well, that's not the world. In, is it not? Mm-mm. But you're of it. Yeah. We're not it. We're of it. Well, yeah. sure. but I'm like, a Taurus, so especially. You're just a temporary custodian. Okay. I'm not a custodian. <laughs> I'm a maintenance officer. Of that sick body, is my. if you'll let me finish a sentence. Thanks. I never will stop you. Again. It's because you're an alien. You're such and a Scientology good gay is right. Me? No, Scientology is right. About? Us all being aliens walking around in these bodies. I actually don't believe that. I mean, it could be true. I don't know. Anything's possible. Donald Trump's the president. I literally have never... I I can't believe the turnaround I've had in the last, like, 48 hours about this guy. Mm. Where I still think everything is really funny. I think everything is really funny. But now I also think that we're all going to die. Okay, but that's not rational. Why are we all going to die? It's not rational, but just to see him doing exactly... I think we're going to die. Of what? Mass extinction of what? Nuclear war. Really? Yeah. I don't. There is. You don't think there's like any safeguards globally against yeah, no, that whatsoever? Yeah, no. I guess that there are. I, I don't know. It's in literally every single person alive's He's best interest. He's dismantling the government, happen. though. I read. You know what it is? I can tell you exactly what. No, it he's is. manipulating the government. No, I think he's dismantling it, Karen. He's actually like just gutting all of the top uh, positions in state. There's like nobody in them. There's nobody to oppose him. So when he does things like put forth a Muslim ban explicitly, and I say explicitly because he has Rudy Giuliani going on and saying he wanted me to help him with the Muslim ban and figure out how to do it legally. So it's a Muslim ban. Okay, but it, the next president can just undo that. 
But we're, that, that's, we're in the we're first. Not dead. That's as right as a president. I mean, it sucks, but yeah. I mean, but I, we're not. Yeah, but die. no, no, no. But but people will die as a result of that policy. Agreed. But we're all not going to die as Maybe, a people. I, I think that's the difference between Trump so and not Pence. immediately. Not what? immediately. I think Karen, Pence will kill a, really a lot short... of people of color and of other countries and of low economic status in How? order for him to make money. But no one has but any Trump, specifics on this. But How? well, he will because, for example, the Muslim ban. I think Pence will. How do will this... that murder people within the U.S.? No, I'm not talking about the U.S. I'm saying the difference oh. between Pence and Trump is that yeah. Trump will get us all killed with his flagrant, flagrant disregard for any human life. Whereas Pence will just kill poor people and people of color because they're always sacrificed to the financial good of the haves. I mean, I would just settle for if he had any regard for just like tweeting for two seconds like yeah. we just started with that and zero empathy for people just mm. like for two seconds think about your twitter no nope. that's the honestly the thing that worries me like i know shit might be rough for a few years but i i see the pushback happening now like four years we can get through but like what was i just saying you might be right about that karen but i also think that i was so passionate i know well yeah <laughs> well that's the hope right i feel so strong we're either in germany in 1931 or we're not right? right and who can say except us in the future mm-hmm. this guy jonathan exactly right. zunger uh jonathan zunger wrote this what a confusing article. are you a jew or not name <laughs> <laughs> called trial balloon for a coup uh and posted it on Medium. Yeah. And it just really scared the fuck out of me. Like to see Why? the way, because when you look, if you just look at a diagram, mm-hmm. it'll show you like all the positions that he cut at state. That's like really what scared me. And then yesterday. But that's the, not a forever thing. The deregulation right? thing. But the effects of this can be, Karen, he's, he's literally getting rid of so much shit. He's getting rid of whole agencies. Like, th- this is Paul Ryan's budget on steroids. It's crazy. He's cutting everything. Is he? He's what getting rid of... Are, uh, is he getting rid the, of, though, The National Endowment for the Arts. No. Yes, Really? Karen. Why? But I, it's the art. We all love the arts. Uh, yeah, Do but we? not We've them. agreed on that for years. It's not for we sure. We have not agreed on that. That's not for sure. That's it's point. not for <laughs> sure, but it's... It, it, will, it could happen. As Ben points out, some people think that art is just for queers. Well, queers make better art. I'm. You're telling me. I know. Preaching As a queer, queer one queer to choir. another. <laughs> How's your Molly trip been? No, but so queer. Pleasant. Yeah. You know what? Every time I like Molly has this weird effect of like making me care less about things that I already didn't care about. Does that make sense? Like politics. No, I care about that more. Oh, interesting. I do. It's like interesting now. Interesting. But um, yeah, just like. I don't know. There's, I mean, like, I don't know. Shit's getting like a little gross in my room and like hasn't been handled for a minute. And that's okay. Everyone's entitled. But I just like don't care, I guess. Does that make sense? That your room's messy? They're just like, yeah. Congratulations. Anything like... <laughs> that sounds liberating as hell. <laughs> my I room's always even, messy. I can't remember caring. Like, yeah. I, I can't remember what that feels like. Well, I think that the Trump stuff is incredibly scary. It is. I'm listen. I'm not disagreeing, and I'm sure people are gonna be like, "You're high all the time, and you're a Trump defender." Um, true and not true, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're a Trump defender. I'm not. I just like. I'm just trying to see the thing for what it is, and I think people put a lot of themselves on it, understandably. And I'm trying to separate. Okay, it out. so this is what happened to me. I was in Boston this weekend, and the travel ban, the Muslim ban, um, the the night that the stays were granted by the mm-hmm. different judges yeah i was i went to logan airport what? and was in mm-hmm. the protest mm-hmm. with people 
And it's like not my most comfortable position to be in because I don't like big crowds and like protesters can like kind of annoy me um, if I get too close because like I can just feel their like hesitation around me and I'm like, oh, just relax and let me be and you be and then we'll just hang out. (laughs) I think big crowds are creepy and like they have like a weird latent energy that like can pop off. Doesn't it like if something probably nothing will go wrong. Right. But if something does. It's going to go fucking weird right away. And there's kids everywhere at these protests. I, that Yeah, that is crazy. There's kids everywhere. But I do think what will... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we see a big-ass fucking terrorist attack and kids die. And then that is As used. a direct result of what? I don't know. I don't know who would be behind it. But you're saying our policies are going to invite that. I, that is one possibility. I mean, I've heard it said. But yeah. that is a possibility, sure. Another possibility is that Donald Trump could orchestrate something. Another possibility is that... Orchestrate a, something? What do you mean? A, to use as leverage mm. to, to justify... I mean, people, there's a lot of people that think that happened with 9-11. I mean, so... Yeah. However crazy that might be, or maybe you think that's not crazy, but certainly Donald Trump doing that is less crazy of an idea than George Bush. Yeah. I don't know. George Bush is not a good guy. I mean, this this was fucking annoying me. Like, all around the inauguration, you have people putting these funny memes together about, oh, isn't he so funny with his poncho? He can't get it. Mm-hmm. George Bush fought a poncho and the poncho won. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> it, that, Fuck those Dick were Cheney. Honestly, such funny memes. I know they were so Him funny. fucking with the poncho is the greatest. I know, but he's a fucking douchebag. But he all those douchebags, they all seem appealing in the age of Trump. They seem lovable. That's why Pence and Ryan seem appealing now. I'd rather have them be president. I Pence mean, continues to not seem appealing. He's a scary, evil, hateful, homophobic, sexist pig, right? But he cares about he cares <laughs> about white they Christian snaps. He cares about white Christian children. He wouldn't do something that would endanger white Christian right. children. Right. He's like a Ted oh, Cruz kind of like I'm believes a it in his heart. No, but, but that saves up. all of us from nuclear fallout. I mean, I think Trump really has yeah. no regard for future on earth but at he, all. He has to, but that's not true because he has regard for himself. And not his really. Kids. Yes, he does. Seed. I don't yes, look at his seed. Look his at the disgusting, no, no, no. embarrassing seed. Oh, you're his so kids, emotional, Benjamin. His kids on the whole turned out way better than you would have expected. And also, no, look, at, look how hard he fought to get to this position of power. Like he's intent on keeping it. Uh, he's not just gonna like. He's not gonna on purpose run it into the ground and be like, "Fuck it all." I'm no, no, but d- he will dismantle it. Karen. He will dismantle power structures so that he can have absolute control. And, and be unopposed. The power structures, so by gutting state, there's nobody there to oppose him at a high level. He's literally doing what he said he was going to do, which is run it like a corporation. And it's been a week. I mean, it's insane how it much it's happened. It is insane. I'm hoping he just ha- like has a point to make up front, and then he just chills the fuck out. But yeah. what, it, it cannot be four years. That that's it can't be four thinking. years of every day. Is it? Yeah, that's not. What, you, what point is he making? No, this is completely rational. You can't sustain this level of high energy crazy shit for four years. You can't sustain this level of high energy crazy what? shit. Me, is this a challenge? Well, no, everything's getting changed now, but the thing is, is that it could take like two years. That's the number I keep seeing bandied about. But you know, for what two years for what? What do you mean for him to completely have control of the government? 
Or be impeached or end the world. Which could happen. I mean, that's another possibility. I mean, if Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, and Mike Pence are actually a united front, and mm-hmm. when they're ready to get rid of them, they'll get rid of them, like Robert Reich said. That's a possibility. I don't know. But you see people in positions of power, like the Deputy Attorney General of the United States, Sally Yates, yep. saying she wouldn't enforce, mm-hmm. saying that she is a defender of the law of the land, and that's her primary obligation and then getting but, fired like, for I, it. I see why that's clearly, obviously, massively problematic. But like that kind of thing is also why he's dumb because it's such public blowback that he inv- invites. Like he does these big dramatic things and for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And that's the silver No, but Karen, you're giving him too much credit because he ran on this anti-establishment. I'm, I'm literally doing the opposite. Of no, no, no. I actually credit. think, no, no, no. You are giving him too much credit because you're thinking, you're giving us too much credit. You're saying that yeah. we're giving him enough blowback that's from probably this. probably a good point. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I actually mean, not him. Because nobody really cares. They want him to take down the establishment. But the this people the who are... But this fires up the people who need to stay fired up. I guess so, but then there's also all these that theories. Cared. Oh my God, there's all these like activist theories that they're just trying to get us um, in like protest fatigue. Mm-hmm. And so everybody will just be exhausted from it and say, oh, I just, there's nothing Maybe, but do. here's the other thing. There's a whole, there's people who are out protesting right now every day. And then there's people like me who are like, okay, if shit really gets real, I'm going to be fucking out there protest. Like, there's people who yeah. will But care where's the line? More. I don't know if that's true. I, I actually don't know. Well, that's I, definitely I, I exist. true. I'm here. I'm yeah. telling you, it's true. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm it. Okay, I believe you. But what does that mean? Where's your line? What she's saying is that you won't exhaust the protesters because some of these people will be tireless. And when other ones of them tire out, they'll still be, you know, Molly and I over here who are like, <laughs> no, I'm ready to protest. I had plans last time. Yeah, it's true. There's not this just finite amount of people who care. It's like a fluid And the more of the people they offend, the more the shifting, you know, and people will group. get fed. People will get fed the fuck up. The way that liberals got fed up with Hillary, like even conservatives will eventually, they'll feel it too. And people will get fed up. I don't know. I'm like still seeing I'm feeling less antagonistic toward Hillary nuts than I was because I actually do feel like I need to find a way. You're right. I think you're right, Karen. Mm. I do think that there's enough of us that are against him. I hope you're fucking right. But at the end of the day, also, like people want the exact same thing. And the surface differences can be shocking. That's what I hope. But as a country, like when I used to teach ESL and I would meet people from other countries, like cultural differences are shocking and it makes you both realize how similar we are and how different but in this country we really do share a culture that we have more in common with each other than we think and like things will reach a threshold a universally intolerant threshold for the most part if they get there do you know what i mean yeah. i don't know I, I i can't see that like half of this country is gonna see shit going down in flames and be like this is what we wanted They're, well with fake but wait, news that, it's already happening how how will they know <laughs> it's already going down in flames fake news like, is it's literally so scary happening. with breitbart and it's fox news people believe so many false things <laughs> did you see the percentage of people that thought the women in the march were paid by so-and-so 40 percent of americans those people aren't believing things that are told to them for the first time those are people who are having what they already thought reinforced to them the fake news isn't creating confirmation monsters. bias yeah yes. but but that that is going to really affect the potential for shifting consciousness in this country. I mean, it's true, but like there, I mean, look, to be fair, yes, the fake news thing is weird and disturbing, but if you read like super lefty things, they're just as but biased and, and Okay, first of all, I think there's unbalanced. a difference, but even if you say there's there is no difference, that's only more fucked up. That just means more no people are separated from knowing the truth. 
But that's always been the case, always. No, the it's never is, been the case Yes, like it is. Before. And you know what? Like, if any of my experiences where I, like, heard or saw something happen in real life and then saw it on the news, I see, like, what a distortion it is, what you read and what actually happened. Even if it's true, it's, like, not really that true. And the truth lies somewhere else. And good journalism's like that. I don't think we ever truly, truly know because we depend on these brokers of information. Well, here's what's difficult is that you have a president who's at war with two major news organizations explicitly mm. and regularly launching assaults, CNN and The New York Times, both of whom have come out against him. So now it's hard to even look at either of them for me. I don't want to see anything The New York Times says now yep. because it's just too much part of the fucking story. I mean, that's so sneaky and smart on his part. It's so that, smart. You don't think that's diabolically genius? But I don't want to hear from CNN. In a disturbing CNN. way? It is. I, I'll, I'll seek out the writers who I like. I like Paul Krugman. Mm. I like Nicholas Kristof. Rings a bell. Okay. I like Brooks. I like the, I like the people who write opinion shit on the, at the New York Times. Mind yeah, right. out? I don't know. She's covered like 10 presidential can, campaigns in You know heels. goddamn well I don't know. I know. She's annoying. <laughs> but anyway. That's extremely upsetting to hear, you know. Um, mm -hmm. What is what the, the way you Times feel about thing. about the Times and the CNN being Jeff Zucker to you. said that, mm -hmm. but Jeff Zucker said that President Trump needs to be careful. The the the, the president of the news organization. I'm not I'm not arguing with you. I'm not even saying maybe you're maybe there's maybe there's well first of all there's nothing to argue that's the way you feel but maybe that's the reasonable way for a person to feel. I'm not criticizing you. I'm saying it's extremely upsetting to our situation that that's the reality. What that these two specific news organizations. Which, and by the way, if you feel that way, actors out of the equation. If yeah, you that's feel that way about the Times and CNN. Honestly, what's the difference? MSNBC and the Washington Post. Well, I feel I mean, that way about I guess semantic. Okay, most of them. So we're semantic. left. We're left without. You know, uh, either there's two ways I can feel about that. Either mm -hmm. I feel the same way as you, and we're fucked. We're left without a major source of reliable news, or I can think I believe this news, but there's huge swaths of the population whom I respect mm -hmm. who don't. Either way, we're fucked. Those are both horrible situations. But there are also like more people generally agree are that are more reliable sources of news now. They're that like was supposed more to be ground. CNN. Yeah, but now it's like. Now it's like strictly online stuff, right? Like the like Vocative or the Daily Beast or whatever. Like that's I just yeah, think there's like young journalists who are not the old New York Times establishment yes. who are who the New have, York Times that help drum up support for the Iraq War. Hello, I remember. It's like I, let's I not forget, it. like it's not the the fucking like. It's not the paper of record that it once was. They've been wrong and they didn't really handle it. Well, they've right. been they've had oh, they've plagiarists been shockingly overtly for them. biased. Like now when I read the New York Times, I just like I kind of don't understand why they don't even pretend a little bit to keep it in check. The obvious bias. The New York Times? Just right I felt a that fact. way the whole way. Just write a fucking fact. Leading up to the election, I found that everything so editorial. Yes. It was too anti-Trump. And I don't mean that they should have been less anti-Trump. I don't think but anybody... But it makes them suspect. It makes... It just... so It was like so clear that there was an agenda Agreed. on the New York Times. But it's disappointing. I understand it because he was attacking It's an them. impossible situation. Sure. This is the false equivalency. They're anti-Trump because Trump is awful. That's actually a truth. Yeah, but they have to rise... Ab it's their responsibility There's, to rise above. It, they it's have not about to. rise They're above. If they present the facts with a clear eye, that means being anti-Trump. They're, they're, it's not but about them true, having an agenda. But they don't present the facts with a clear. If you just, just read any New York Times article, it's openly hostile. Not an opinion piece. Everything is like really heavily editorialized and it's unprofessional. 
I would like honestly. I don't know if that's true about every, but I would there like. Is I, a, I, there this is, is, a is sort of a random conversation. This is like 1985, like who won the Oscar, and we don't have the internet yet, so we can't like prove it, and we'll just agree to disagree. I mean, like, I barely understood any of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even in the old days, you used to have to be like, "I'm right, no, I'm right." And you never knew. Nowadays, never. you look it up, right? You're too young. But I wish we had a Times article right mm-hmm. here. When you're right, you're right. I would like to. He- I would like to hear you say Gar- this is a piece that this is how it should have been written. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I'm gonna pull up a random piece right now. And I guarantee it's going to be something fucking weird. I don't know. I think that, like, this is kind of a pointless argument about the New York Times, to be completely honest. I think that the more important thing... I'm having great points. No, you are having great (laughs) points. But it's like, it is a little bit beside the point, because who cares? Find other sources for your news if you need to get news. Yeah, These aren't the places. There's tons of places that you can get news outside of the New York Times and CNN. My point is that, like... Everything is different now. Every everything is so, and it, this didn't just start. Yeah, now. no, it's crazy. It started. It's it, politicians have always lied. That's the culture this, of this is really post nine eleven. I think yes. it's very specifically post nine eleven. It's very surveillance state, mm-hmm. and it started with the Bush administration. It's very new normal. It was what disturbing. John Stewart and then Frank Rich at the New York Times adopted, called and made his thing truthiness mm-hmm. and and now that's sort of mm-hmm. where we're post truthiness even now and it's just lies and and people are struggling openly and i guess it's interesting because linguistic art like sort of philosophy is interesting but these are fucking lies that he's telling it's yeah. so obvious and i just like i would get annoyed seeing those articles what do we call a lie we have integrity look how much integrity you have while we we decide whether or not to call blatant lies lies mm. like who cares just call it a fucking lie but yeah. i thought you're complaining about the times being too anti-trump uh, um, i'm gonna read you an example right now honestly though like all, how fucking crazy everything is makes being on drugs feel grounded <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I feel so down to earth when I'm, like, kind of oh trip the God. fuck out. It's a good point. You, you did just catch me in a, in a little bit of a... You're right. I did say that they were too anti-Trump. So what were you going to read? But okay, I have to all right. think about Here's that. a random article from New York Times. All right. Just the title. I, I'm, and I, I'm not even saying I disagree. I'm just saying it's not professional. I can't help it. A jarring new level of confronta- confrontation conflict hits Washington. Like There we go. It's a loaded title. A, a jarring new title. level of confrontation jarring conflict Jarring is editorializing. Yes, Which we probably think is Yes, that is totally. I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying it's the New York fucking Times. So how would you title so you're that telling article? Me I would just say it with the facts without commentary. New level of confrontation and conflict hits Washington. Or like record but, number of blah, blah, blah. But jarring, Tell us the number. But jarring isn't even saying who's right or wrong. Jarring is of saying that the... Of course it con- is. Of course no, 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 it is. No, no, no. Hold on. It implicitly is. If you're going to say something Everyone like that, understands attribute it. it to somebody who's in the middle of the conflict. Mm-hmm. Somebody says... Whatever. Like you can't just say as the newspaper that it's a jarring level of conflict. But... A jarring level of conflict is actually more a statement. It's qualitative. They don't yeah. have, that's not what they need that's to be exactly saying. That's exactly my point, yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, that doesn't sound very partisan to me anyway. Well, it's, it's you know what it is? It's alarmist. Mm. Yeah. That's what well, I that's think. true. But that's, so a, it's alarmist. But that's an entirely and different that's argument. I, okay. You know what? Actually, Ben, this is what I want to say. They were alarmist about Trump. It wasn't that they were anti-Trump. I, now I, they were now, a thousand I knew there was a difference. Anti, a thousand percent. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree with that. However... My 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 concern pre-election with the New York Times was more how alarmist they were about him. And were they right? Probably. 
I don't know. Things are bad, but the newspaper shouldn't be alarmist. I don't know. I wish, all I can say is I wish that every day before the election, I'd run up and down the streets screaming. You did, you silly, silly faggot queen. But in New and York, that brings us you into, did what you could. No, I... Including, what, including post-election. Wait, but hold on. I know what you're doing. Before we go there, yeah, yeah. that is the kind of shit I did that's useless. I wish that I'd run up and down the streets screaming. What I'm saying is I, I, I think that there should have been more constructive, useful, productive actions that I took. Yeah, but you're not mm. doing that now. I misunderstood. Like okay. you just said that you're not doing well, that now. Right, okay. But So I regret that too, but I wish I had done it, especially when there could have been a difference made. I wish I, I have friends that went to Pennsylvania or went to Michigan. Mm. I wish that I had done that. I have friends. Um, that- I don't want to just make it about me, but I did take a bus all the way to Philadelphia just to vote. I, I wish I had fucking done and that. And I came right back. You know Your what I mean? Carbon but- footprint is terrible but um, for that vote. I, I'm choking on my goodness. <laughs> but if you know, but you can feel good about that, that. That you know what? If more people had done that, things might have been different. I was I on wish- a bus full of people doing that too. They're okay, like, but what are you for- doing? But there was a lot of people here that didn't do it, like 100%, myself. You yeah. Know? Oh wait, where are you from? From. Well, I couldn't have voted in Pennsylvania, but there's a lot of things I could have done that I would have at least felt I tried everything I could to stop this. But hindsight's 2020, like no. But you know what? I but calling the New York Times alarmist, going back to that pre-election period, they are. I, as much as I was buying into that alarmistness, that alarmism, things are even more horrible. In reality, to me now, I, I freak out all that. day long, every single day. I really was like taking a wait and see approach, and I exactly did that. I just waited and saw, and it's nuts. I I literally can't believe it. It's like I don't, I can't. I'm torn between being like super fascinated, as though I were an alien watching somebody else do this completely, not to me, and just like a little bit being upset. Yeah, well, I think I listen. Friend of the show, Sarah Schulman, said we were in day one of fascism right after the election, and she was right. And I was like, "Boo, Sarah!" No, she was right. I just want to say she was literally (laughs) correct. (laughs) She was actually. If you listen to that episode, every single thing that she said is true. And I also want to point out, but she would have said that regardless of if no, she turned out like that. Nope. No, she's radically on the left. Nope, 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 nope. Yes, yeah, she, she is. She wouldn't she's have said Hillary was day radical one. Radical left. No, no, she's no, radical no, left. Nope. I think that she observes reality yeah. and reports honestly what she thinks is going to happen. Totally. I don't think there's an agenda behind it. Not at I all. I actually think that that's what makes her a genius. Yep. I agree 100%. Um, yeah. I'm not think, really calling it an agenda. I mean, I'm calling it like a strong bias. Like, you're, those you're are two saying, different things. Fine, they are. But whatever. You're either way, that she I would have said it was day one of fascism and Hillary won the election. Um, no, a, she wouldn't. No, no, no. That. I'm saying she would have said it was day one of fascism if just Trump had been elected and hadn't started turning up okay, right Karen, away. That's like a she little still would bit be like fascism. That that's that's not a bit, real point. I know, but that's not a point. You're right because you know what that's Every actually point doing. I make is an incredible no, point. you're actually creating. You're, <laughs> you're creating beautiful. a premise. I can't believe how no, no, no. Touch your face. This is very. No, no, no. This is very. Conflict is not abuse. You are creating. People a false, hear what I put up with, right? I know, I know. You are creating a false premise on which. To justify, uh, I feel like that part's not true. Yeah. An opposition to what? To Sarah Schulman. What? What am I opposed to? You're opposed to the fact that she is actually just responding to reality. You have to go a step further and question whether or not she actually earned that. You're questioning mm. if she would have said it regardless. This was a predetermined conclusion that she would have stated no matter what. She's she observed at, at the time of the election. How could I possibly win an argument like this? I won't. I concede. Okay. Okay, but I'm I'm right. right. (laughs) (laughs) right. I'm so hungry. I'm hungry. 
Me too. What are you going to do? I'm going to go home and I'm going to open my blue apron package that's waiting on my doorstep full of perfectly portioned ingredients. Do you have to measure anything out? No, because I'm lazy and I would not pay for something that made me do that. How much planning is involved? Like basically none. Like if you can read, then you're good to go because it's like instructions that are written out and you just follow them. Okay, but surely it's insanely expensive. I mean, not if like if $10 per meal or less than that even is insane. expensive per person and i'm one person so i am less than ten dollars per meal per myself do you just have like one thing you can get no there's like tons of stuff you can get like i really like cashews and i really like tango mandarins and they make this like tango mandarins are my favorite mandarins and coincidentally they make a cashew chicken stir fry with tango mandarins and jasmine rice Tommy that sounds really complicated and hard no it's so easy because I just like do the perfectly portioned ingredients and then I put them in a thing and then I eat it okay but what's to say that the ingredients are going to show up perfect at your door because Blue Apron's the shit and they get their shit to you when you order it and here's the thing the best cherry on the cake their freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll personally make it right I, I dare you to take them up on it So listen, you're going to go to Blue Apron and you're going to check out this week's menu and get your first three, one, two, three meals free with free shipping. How? You're going to go to blueapron.com slash unhireable. I didn't even hear you. I said you're going to go to blueapron.com slash unhireable. U-N-H-I-R-E-A-B-L-E. Wow, you are so hireable. You will love how fun it feels and good it tastes to create these incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. It's honestly super satisfying, so do it. BlueApron.com slash unhireable. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I just want to say for the record, you two are maddening, and this is an impossible (laughs) discussion. We hope so. We never try to be possible with people. I know, ever. Okay, can we talk about something? I can't believe it's taking me this long. What a dumb, dumb, dumb cunt Ben is. Oh my God, I hear that you are a delightful cunt. (laughs) This story brings tears of joy to my eyes, what you did. I'm not proud of my behavior. I am, Well, tell them what happened. No, no, you have to tell them, because I want to hear your nutbaggy side of it. I've never been prouder of anyone's behavior. This is, okay, feedback is like long over. We're in the round table. We are all flying high. And, and I just want to be clear that we are making peace with the Hillary nut. Political peace, not like human peace. Oh my God, water under the bridge. We're yeah. all on the same team, blah, blah, totally. blah. Yeah. All right, so, but to go back to your Hillary okay, nut. Okay, I'm not I'm not proud of this at all, right? But okay. shortly after the election, <laughs> I don't remember how soon after, but not long after. Like maybe within a week the week. Two. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tommy and I had a... <laughs> Prior, I believe, prior to the election, planned. Uh, Boo! I think we went two days. Certainly after not the election. post-election was, after we hear the story. Well, yeah. the, well it, it doesn't <laughs> even matter. We we had we had plans to go see a Broadway show, and we go to the show, which, uh, for what it's worth, it wasn't a very good show. What was it? It's called a Bronx Tale. It's a musical version of a Bronx Tale. Good to fucking know. Um, but anyway, uh, we were watching the show, and it was bad. It was this kind of show a person might leave an intermission in any case, but not to. <laughs> just saying though. Uh, Is only, this a touch of foreshadowing? Well, <laughs> at intermission, we get into a conversation about the election, as many people were doing in the f- days after the shock and awe that we all felt, you know. Mm-hmm. And somehow it comes up, and it's sort of weird that I hadn't realized this already because Tommy and I had talked about things a lot, but that he had voted for Jill Stein. And 
you know, we were all really upset. I have to say, but to be fair, I mean, and, and part of what I'm ashamed of about it uh-huh. is that I feel like if Tommy had said to me a week before the election, I'm voting for Jill Stein, I would have accepted that as part of Tommy being this yes. sort of farther extreme liberal than I am and me respecting him for our differences, just the way I yep. felt, felt people that supported Bernie. It's, you know what I mean? Cuntiness so, is like farts. Like if given enough time, you can absorb it back into your well, body. It's, but it's, and a week before the election, I would have been... I would have tried to convince Tommy because I would have believed, you know, that that's a vote for Trump and blah, blah, so blah. So that's what it is. You felt powerless and out of control. But yeah, but now having been after the election, I felt I all I knew was that I hadn't been around any Trump voters or anything in the two days. I was so freaked out. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting next to Tommy. Who Who's I, a half C, basically. A half C if you didn't vote for Hillary. But I mean, I was looking at this person and... It was so upsetting to me that I, I projected all my sadness and anger onto him well, for Trump being president. Yes. And I and I said and I I we got into like I don't even remember what I said, but I was very sort of crazy and reactive. And I said I, I stormed out. Thousand you know, you said believe. I can't handle this. I have to leave. Yeah, and, and you <laughs> know that's what? what you said. You said you you were like gasping for breath, like you were fucking Blanche but Dubois. You know what? Honestly, I about to be raped by that, Stanley Kowalski. Hearing that makes me feel less ashamed of my behavior because even in that moment of insanity, I owned the fact that I was going through something emotional and I was taking myself out of the situation. <laughs> and I certainly, when Tommy followed me onto the sidewalk and we talked about it before I left, it didn't take se- it was a matter of seconds before I was apologizing to him. But you still and left. telling him that I was having an emotional experience and I was trying to take care of myself in the best way I knew how. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe I'm not that ashamed. It was not my proudest moment. You but were I, still cunty on the sidewalk. What did I say on the sidewalk <laughs> that was cunty? You're like, I just, I just, I can't do dinner. I have to go. I can't do dinner. He couldn't. Well, you were earning it. Pa- he straight up couldn't. Listen I definitely to him. You were apologetic, really apologetic, like immediately after via text. Okay. So the important thing is, regardless, mm-hmm. I can be as ashamed as I want. Uh, there's no reason. You know myself. what? You know what, Ben? First don't of all, there's be no reason. You know what? All I see when I look at you is a person who cares too much, and I don't think that's anything. Well, to no, be but see, I'm thinking this is what goes back to what Tommy. When Tommy tried heart. to bring this up before, and I stopped him, I think that calling mm-hmm. me a person who cares too much is letting me off the hook. I think a thousand percent. Here I was <laughs> saying to Tommy, <laughs> I do not <laughs> fuck you, Tommy. I will not go to dinner <laughs> with you. I can't take this and storming out of the theater. Instead of having an open dialogue. However, mm-hmm. where was I when my friends were getting on the bus to Michigan? Where were you? Know, you? The energy would be better served. Uh, you're no fun to interview because you just ask all the, you, you address all of your hypocrisies he before. Doing, I can know. ask you about them and then be the hero of this conversation. There yeah. is no hero. We're all know, losers. Right. Trump is president. Oh, you're right. Ben. I still feel okay. Deep. I don't know. I don't. I'm a like. I'm you like, feel okay because you're rolling on ecstasy. Call me tomorrow when you're coming down. Fair, the world has wait, gone to shit. Fair point, but I feel okay. The uncertainty that I feel, I like. It's just an amped up version of what I always have felt all the time. Like everything well, kind of valid. always feels crazy and uncertain. And yeah. like the future is so unknown. Like, do you know what I mean? This totally. Is, this is nuts, but it is. A matter of degree. No, because you go back to Obama being president and all the, the obstruction, the fact that he couldn't get a Supreme Court uh, justice. That uh, shit was approved. crazy too. So honestly, I mean, we it as horrifying as it is, and as much as we were all surprised when it happened, this in a way is. I hate to say it, but it's a natural progression. I mean, David Mamet says everything in the universe is as it is supposed to be. My favorite. And that's true. You this know is what? the natural Does he progression. Say that? Yeah. That's what I, well, okay, well, it's a after, fatalistic view. But, but after, no, I think it's like a really reality based view. When I was tripping on mushrooms, this was a while ago, and I take like long breaks, I take care of myself. Okay. But I was like, I was looking oh, around. Sorry, I won't do that. And anymore. I realized that, you know, all that <laughs> exists 
period yeah. is what exists right this second. Like I mean, the, Willie the Nelson, past, Willie Nelson, the past is inaccessible. Nelson. I love Willie Nelson. The we all need Willie unknown. Nelson right now. The only stuff is this now, and that like, do you know? Does that is that like crazy or weird? Like, no, that's real. It's just scary because like this now is Donald Trump is president. Yeah, I think but all that's we like, have is this moment. That's what whole, Willie Nelson said. People are like, what, what's the meaning of life or whatever? It's not even the future because the future's not guaranteed. There's like possible futures where there isn't a future. Do you know what I mean? The point of life is now. Right now. And now, now. And There's now, now. only us. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God you keep bursting into song. <laughs> that was, first of all, How did this take rent. this long? No, I... I did you know that? No, I want us our conversation to be more punctuated with song. Where have you been? Yeah. Ben, get it together. Come on, Ben. We well, need the, more. the first thing I was thinking, what's that thing? All we have is this moment. 21st century is yesterday. Ooh, what song ooh, is that? Ooh, ooh. I don't know what that is, but I went to Kelly Clarkson a moment like this. Honestly, I love her. I know. She's the best. I saw her in concert she's once. She's a fat angel, you know angel voiced angel. Lady Gaga. Really? Wow. Opened yeah. for her? It was right before Bad Romance hadn't even come out. Were you like, that kid's got talent? Yes. Yo, talent recognizes talent. A thousand percent true. It's true. Um, Ben, I just like really was so angry at Hillary Nutbags. And you were one of the biggest Hillary Nutbags. And people really love when I call people Hillary Nutbags. But now that's funny that I was though, just because I know such bigger Hillary nutbags than I well, ever was. I've just been calling them Hillary cunts. I mean, I am compared to you, obviously. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm compared to a lot of. There's probably a lot of smart, reasonable people that supported Hillary, but would blanch at the way I behaved that night at the theater. <laughs> that said. I know people that are way crazier about Hillary than I ever was. Uh, we've had them on this show. Yeah. yeah. Am yeah. I really one I of mean, your extreme shit. cases? Well, you're one of my more We enjoyable... had someone on the show who had a cardboard cutout of Hillary in her room. Oh, the guys we fucked. Come on. Yeah, did she have a cardboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, right. That's it was, right. It was, you know what it was? It wasn't like um, that liking or whatever is wrong. Is that that's too much credit to give any politician. Like, it's not your job to love them. It's their job to do right by you. And you award loyalty based on that. Well, I'll tell you what's made me see that perspective more than I had before. Uh, because I was a big proponent of like a vote for anyone else is a vote for Trump. We have to avoid Trump at all costs. Which and it was, yeah. On one hand, mm. how horrifying his... Not in New York, it's okay. On one hand, how horrifying his presidency is so far has further convinced me of that. Mm. On the other hand, his press secretary and Kellyanne Conway saying things like, well, this is a mistake for CNN. They should be courting our favor. Mm. Takes me back to that fascist nonsense that I would have said on behalf of Hillary during mm-hmm. the election. Yeah, no, no, no. We wouldn't be in fascism with Hillary Clinton. It wouldn't feel this terrible with Hillary Clinton. I don't think it would be good with Hillary Clinton. I Com- maintain well, that. but it's relatively speaking. But it would be calm. It would but be the something, expected this is kind fucking of. It would be the crazy. expected craziness of politics. Politics is always like so much wackier than I. Do you know I what this believe, reminds me of? I but don't, it wouldn't be this. This reminds sure. me honestly of um, the. And maybe this is because I was talking to somebody about like dead fathers today. Um, but so it's been a really uplifting day for you. It reminds me of when my dad got his cancer diagnosis. And just like that's that's the closest feeling I can put this to. I, is, you mean Trump winning the election? Not even winning the election. I mean like every this, day since the, the, like every day since yeah, the And you're like seeing a horrible thing coming that you can't do anything about. Yeah. 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 And it just feels like you have no control over it. And and it does, but that feeling of no control also absolves you of control to it. Okay. Now but, you're free maybe, to yeah. do what the fuck you're But here's do. the thing. You said earlier, Karen, that I, I I take exception. Not exception. That sounds like it's like personal. Wow, it does. Um, wow, that hurts. That I that I disagree with strongly. Okay, I'm wounded. Is that we have um that it's like going to be okay. And I just, 
realized when the Muslim ban happened, like I thought that we were going to be okay. And like, I, I knew intellectually that that was possible. That was just two seconds ago. It was two seconds ago. But that also made me realize, oh, like I don't want to live in a country where that happens like that actually does have an impact it's on gross, me but that's even though it doesn't re- impact me personally like i'm not gonna be deported i don't think to stay you do if you care about this sure. country at all you have a responsibility to i'm not even talking about it. leaving you do but that i'm not that's that, when people are like i'm gonna move to canada go that's so fucking un-american if you gave two shits about this country which i do because i'm here and you're here and you you guys are my people like it's a complicated you, you stay. okay but that's actually not what no, i'm it's saying really simple. but that's it's not a response to what i'm saying i agree with you <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a response to what i said what you just said that's I think fair. Can you I mean, it is a response because you said it in response. I don't mean it. But like <laughs> what I'm saying, like those are separate conversations. Like yeah, I agree right. with but you. But I wasn't like arguing that it was a reasonable thing to say in response to you. Oh, okay. I know you're on I Molly. did just say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just speaking. Well, can I, can I say something about the Muslim ban? Part of what is so freakish about you like the Muslim it, right? ban. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, here's the thing. As a Jew, no, God, I shouldn't even joke like that. But here, you know, where are the Jews? Ah, where are the Jews? They, where are the Jews who voted for Trump? By the way, with the Holocaust. Look, can we not this even podcast is called unhireable. Where are the Jews? Where are the say, Jews that said he was good for say Israel? Say your weird Jew shit. Say it. It's unhireable. It's called. And you're currently a pariah. Are we changing the topic? No. Should we go to that? To right, Jews? This is what I just want to say. I mean, oh, yeah, we, no, we can't get into the Jew thing. It's a we, Benjamin Netanyahu. You said we were going till seven at seven oh three. We're going to bring up congratulating. We congratulating. I'll come back and talk about Netanyahu another time. table. This is what I want to say about the Muslim ban and what's so disturbing about it. Please. So we all know it's a Muslim ban, despite what they say, right? But they can go through and come up with their bullshit justifications for why X Y Z parts of it are not a Muslim ban. But then you get to the part about uh, special treatment given, being given to Christians. You mean the exceptions that prove the rule? Yeah, but that that's there's no way to pretend that's not a religious discrimination. They're openly being religiously yes, discriminative. That is correct. Because they're appealing to people who are who openly cheer that on. It's no, shocking it's because that Steve that Bannon is, is evil. Evil. Scary evil. It's because he's like really actually a scary Steve fucking Bannon, Goebbels. Steve Bannon feeds on energy that he finds. And I'm not saying that it, there's not a yeah. feedback loop there, but I'm saying that exists. No, that course. ugly element totally. exists within us. Yeah, He's like yeah, Goebbels, Himmler. He's like all of them. Yeah. He's doing the fucking like design. Yeah, well, none of them could have done any of that shit without the complicity of the propaganda. people. Propaganda. Yeah. Oh, right. sure. I get, well. Yeah, it's true. What there's people? The German people. Who are well fucking aware of the in, in, in truly insane shit that was okay, happening. Okay, but here's the thing. The same, we're at a moment in history where the same shit's going to be said about us. Yeah. I genuinely believe yep. that. I hope not. I genuinely well, believe. I think that we are at a really critical time here. Yeah. I think that uh, the, the law, he said throughout his case, this is what I keep going back to also is the like law and order thing where he's like, I am the law and order candidate. Yeah. Like he's already threatening on Twitter to send feds into Chicago. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't anyway? Why is sanctuary city thing? No. Oh, I well, know. I don't know what of the they crime there. He yeah, says. and it is bad. Uh, I have I a mean, friend who works in a is school that there. Un- not reasonable. No, and I actually I texted that to a friend. Why shouldn't he help? And I wrote good. Yeah, I was like, because okay. because I have a friend who works at a school there. What's the big deal though? But then I thought more about it. Yes. Um And I, it is complicated because I don't know because you can send fed it, feds in and it's a good thing. It happened in Little Rock, Arkansas, mm. like the Little Rock Nine, getting those kids into schools. Like it's not always a bad thing. 
my friend who works in a school in Chicago said that every Monday morning, she's a guidance counselor, every Monday morning she has to process a few kids who had relatives that were murdered over the weekend. Like, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, at least one kid every week, she said, comes in from the weekend. At wow. least one. Then what's the problem with the feds coming in and helping clean Okay, up? so that I don't know. I don't know. But, like, at what point does that stop? He's, like, threatening it on Twitter. I don't know. That's He's the, the law worry. and order candidate. That's the worry is not the exercise of power. It's the then restraining it later on when it's not needed. Because I don't think he'll ever do that. I think no, once that's he has of course power, not. It escalates. It's guaranteed he'll never scale it back. No, of course not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Karen, it's all That's scary. It's all scary. You can't look at it moment to moment. You have to like actually we have to all step back and realize like we can be friends with the Hillary nutbags. The Hillary nutbags can be friends with the evil third party voters. I guess we can all be friends with Israelis. <laughs> <laughs> if you must. Okay, here's what like proactively on the ground people can do. Um read a copy of Dune. I've been saying it for literally Which somebody thanked years you for. and years. Yeah, shout out to you, by the way. Somebody wrote me like this really is The us. book that the movie is based on? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, the movie, like don't go back. I've never the seen the movie. Don't. Okay, read the book. I feel the movie is bare, distantly related to the book. So far inferior. You you will understand. Okay. You'll read it and you'll see. Um, It's like super important, I want to say, to be extra annoying. Yeah, okay, so great. do it and so then Dune. report back. It's like, I mean, it's literally the one thing. What we else do. should people do? What's the Karen plan? Is it just um, Dune? It's a thousand percent listen to this show, which has become one of the premier important shows since Trump got elected. It's probably the most important new podcast. And, uh, um, Who's having Trump's these America? conversations? Mm. We started with Us. Trump. We started the week he won. Also in live day performance. day before he won. What'd you say? In live performance. Oh, we're not done. We're not done. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's so far off my radar. (laughs) I'm just plugging. It's okay. Plug. Oh, plug. Plug now and plug later. Plug. Uh, Well, I was going to say, people thinking about these issues. I mean, uh, I have two solo plays, Patty Issues and Bad With Money, Mm. one of which does uh, really deal with some of the stuff that I think part of the reason we're in this situation with Trump is because we don't talk about money and how that comes out in our lives right. and the messes I mean it is Patty Lupone's fault yeah yeah well that's the other show we actually <laughs> talked about Patty Lupone recently on an epi of Race Wars because of you I talked about going on a date with you to your house and your walls being covered in Patty Lupone literally everywhere mm. everyone knows that Ben loves some Lupone I love some Lupone you love you some Lupone okay here so people ready? should come see my shows that's all which I'm is saying. about Pat- and it's what are they fabulous. called again one is Patty Issues which it's is about fabulous. my relationship with Patty and my relationship with my father it's, it's a good story it. and the other one's Bad With Money and it's about me as a fucked up American in these crazy times honestly and- I don't know one person who can't relate to you so hard yeah, yeah. Just you know from what the you're title. just like so fucking like also like psychotically self-aware. I can't. I don't know how you step out and you just are able to like. That's say what's charming about though, because if it's you totally were, if you just turned up and then never reflected on your turnups, it would be different. Yeah. This is very charming how you are. Yeah, more. Of, yeah, you're 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 a good egg. I'm glad to know you, okay. even though you're like a you lunatic. Can we? A Bronx. Tale. I'm a human being. I had an emotional. I response. never got to see the second act of that. Okay, wait. Hey, he could have stayed without me. I could have. No, for the record, Tommy oh, and kept walking. Well, we both left. Oh, oh Bronx Tale was terrible. But I, I love Chad Palmer. I to I mean, to be honest, the real point is Tommy and I were out. We were seeing a show. We were supposed to go to dinner. I said I didn't want to have dinner. I freaked out about Hillary and Jill Stein. The fact that neither of us saw the second act of Bronx Tale is all about the Bronx Tale. It has nothing to do with Hillary <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clinton. All right, here's what we're going to do. It's time for Rapid Fired. Ready? Boom. Go. Okay. Okay, Ben, why did you get fired? Uh, <laughs> I abused my expense account. You and, did? Um, I actually, you are bad 
with money. I didn't actually get fired. You're the worst with money. I thought I was going to get fired. And I kind of wanted to get fired. Mm. And then at the end of the day, they gave me an op. It turned out that obviously I was supposed to never do that again. Right, right, right. But also they wanted me to shape up (laughs) because I'd been sort of like slacking off at the job. And it really helped me get in touch with the fact that I didn't want to be there. And I'm not somebody that phones it in. I go 150% on things I care about. And Where did you work? uh, At a publishing company producing Mm. audiobooks. And... um, the most fabulous audiobooks that have ever been recorded ever really yeah he like recorded stars tell your tell your Hillary Clinton story oh so funny well we worked at Hillary Clinton I was the associate producer on her audiobook not uh, the producer and, That's um, major. We were in the studio. This she was doesn't read book, the whole thing, hard, by the way. No, she usually does. It was Hard Choices was a book that came out during the campaign, so she only read the first and last chapter. So we were just in the studio with her for <laughs> one day. And you know, in an audiobook, everything has to be exactly right. The of pronunciations course she did. Typical like Hillary, that. yeah. Right? So uh, Hillary's mentioned some town in Illinois, and when she gets to the nest sort of pause, my boss who was producing it was like, excuse me, Madam Secretary, um, obviously we defer to you, but the way we heard the town pronounced when we looked it up was blah, blah, blah. Mm. And she goes, how did you look it up? And my boss says, oh, well, I called the Chamber of Commerce. And Hillary goes, okay, well, I'll get it both ways and then you can choose and post. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. An hour later, we Ooh, come... Oh, she's a pro. That was a smart yeah, of course. She say. earned that Grammy. She has a Grammy. An, an hour later, we come to another place name where my boss has a different pronunciation. So my boss says, excuse me, Madam Secretary... Again, I would defer to you, but there's another town name that we had looked up and it was pronounced a different way. And Hillary goes, did you call the Chamber of Commerce? <laughs> <laughs> what a sneaky bitch. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> You're the reason the Trump won. Wait, there was another good story, though, too, about Chelsea's apartment. So your love of Hillary oh, is not in the least yeah. bit personal and based on one interaction that you had. No, not at all. Okay. Wait, but throw this little bit of shit. To be shade. honest, I won't say it. Um, what, 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 what? Heart, what? You can't say just it, not say it. Say it, say it, say it. I, I loved her. I, she appealed to me very much meeting her mm-hmm. however the first thing I thought and I think this may be my own sexism mm-hmm. I don't know but I thought she's not a star she's not charismatic in that way she seems like someone's this is so sexist but this was how I felt and it you might explain stay introspective. this might explain how America felt about her I said she's someone's mom I don't see her being president and she I felt is, fi- I felt yes. sad like she wasn't going to win the election and which she, is probably why my mom was like go Hillary but she's so intense well I love moms I was go Hillary too yes, but, but I didn't think she could politics, win in politics that comes off so intensely bureaucratic and you just feel like the whole purpose of it the whole reason she exists yeah. is to basically keep things the same and sure. it's just not what people wanted and the alternative was that. Okay, so Ben, we have like a second left. Can you just tell the story about Chelsea's apartment? And then I have one more question for you. I don't like this story because it doesn't we reflect well like a on Hillary. I know, but it's climate. It, who gives a shit? It's she's real. done. She's done. We all love she her. She was now. complaining. Her Chelsea over. had recently moved into an apartment, which is understood was a multi multi million dollar fabulous place in Manhattan. I don't. I just want to make sure anyone who's listening to this doesn't doubt that for one moment, Chelsea, right? For fuck sure. For fuck sure. But Hillary was just. A, just horrified that you walk into the place and you can see the kitchen. And she was like, you shouldn't see the kitchen when you walk into an apartment that's like living in the slums. Hillary, pick a battle. It was it was just a sort of dated old school, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, it, I'm sure Chelsea has like a crazy loft in like Tribeca, you know. I'm sure and that it's whatever open, the kitchen looks open like. open floor plan. It's a you know? delight to see when you yes, walk in. I'm sure it's sub-zero and top oh, of the line yes. and backsplash. Gorgeous. But it was kind of Marble funny that Hillary days, said that. I hope. Uh, I, okay, what did Chelsea do? Fix it or no? Is her, is her apartment still a disaster with a visit? I'm sure Hillary was like, mom. She lives in a tenement. Who knows? Okay, ready? What does Chelsea do? Fuck, marry, kill. Fuck, marry, kill. All right, let's go. We've got 30 seconds. Bill, Hillary, Chelsea. Okay. Okay. Fuck, Bill, kill, Hillary, marry, Chelsea. That's easy. 
You just killed Hillary? What um, good is she to me now? Okay. She's not, yeah, she's right. nothing well, to me sexually. Quickly. Sex with the boy, and that, Chelsea seems awesome. That turns she's quickly. nothing to me sexually, yeah. So this is, like, n- not that hard. Okay, go. Same. Um, what are you saying? Same. I would, I would fuck Bill because it's, like, a rite of passage in this country, yeah. basically. Yeah, totally. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd have to kill Hillary. Like, I'm sorry, you lived a good life, you've got books out, and, um... Yeah, I guess I'd marry Chelsea. According like, to Judaism, you kill Hillary and marry Chelsea. Well, because we would, she's young and ish, I guess. She's yeah, young. Younger and than me. We would, we could have a weird, interesting life together. Totally. Being um, me riding her coattails forever. Bold face names. Yeah. Two equally bold face names Chelsea. together forever. Sure, yeah. And Chelsea. Yeah. Like Co parenting your, your children. I'd be happy to be a sperm donor if you and Chelsea get together. I need it. Okay, Chelsea Margolis, she's switching it to. Oh, I love that's it. cute. I, I think like I went that. to high school with Chelsea Margolis. Really? I'm killing Chelsea. I'm marrying. Hillary oh, and I'm fucking Bill. Why obviously. are you? Why are you marrying? He's her? marrying Hillary because she's... she would divorce him, so he doesn't have to stay committed. <laughs> How dare you? We know she stays with her men no matter what. I mean, her, number that, two, Bill never be like Number two, with Chelsea gone, yeah. When Hillary dies, which will be a lot sooner than Chelsea, then I'm going to inherit all that money. Oh wow, you are smart. I know. How are you so smart? All right, smart bitches, me? Um, you can come over and hang out at my sweet pad with your wife Chelsea. I can't. You voted and for Jill Stein. The, <laughs> all right, you can't. I'm repulsed when is, by all When these are your shows? Now. When are your shows? Tell in us. In New you York, have. I'm uh, February 19th and March 19th at the Duplex, and uh, in Los Angeles, I'm March 3rd and 4th at Casita del Campo. And all the information is at benrenalara.com or pattyissues.com. That's Patty with an I. Cool. And oh. people can, what's your Xtube channel? My Xtube channel is Fat Harry Jew. Is that pornography? Um, well, mine is mostly just masturbating and talking about Patty Lapone. Does that count as porn? <laughs> yeah. No, that counts as art. <laughs> Thank you. He's called the human puppet because guys can get all the way up to their elbow inside of him. Can I tell you something about oh, that? I was, I was dating this guy <laughs> and he told me to treat him like a dildo. And I was like, Put you That's on the hot. shelf and never think about you. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love you too much for a thing. <laughs> um, okay, so we. Um, oh my god, I hate this part. Okay, we are at Unhirable Show on Twitty, and we're at Unhirable underscore Podcast on Insta. That was flawless. Um, I'm at Karen Margolis on everything, and. Um, if you care, it's okay if you don't, but if you super do, my show called Bang Everyone is going to be February 26th is the next one. The last one we just did on the 29th was, um, great. And honestly, we raised like tens of dollars for the ACLU. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking right. It was super fun. It was a really fun show. Well, fuck Trump. We're all going to die. Thanks for listening. Oh, at Old old Man Hustle. Oh, sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's my my problem. Always mine. Okay. February 26th, 8 p.m. It's called Old Man Hustle. Okay. And don't forget the first hundred and change pages, first five chapters of People's History of the United States. We're actually going to be doing an episode about it right around the time of that show. I'm most of the way caught up. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Bye See you next weekies.